Thanks for joining us for today's edition of Lessons for Living. His word so fresh in our hearts abound. His word made flesh in the here and now. A new life is beginning. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Lord, let us hear your lessons for living. Life is not complicated, guys. We make it so complicated. Two keys. Number one, God has all authority. He has the right to set the rules. Number two, here are the rules. This is how life is done. His word. He's given us his word. Number three thing for you to write today is this. Life is made up of either submitting to or rebelling against God and his rules. That's it. It's not hard to find a wealth of self-help, get-rich-quick, and happiness 101 resources. But could all of these just be making things more difficult? Today, Pastor Mark will break down the simplicity of the Christian life and how it affects every other area of your life. The Bible, God's holy word, is really the only written resource we need and should be the backbone of our quest for a successful life on earth. Have you been tricked by the deceitful ploys of this world, telling you there are many roads that lead to happiness? Trust in God's word, which says Jesus is the only way. Remember, there's quite a few ways to receive a copy of Pastor Mark's teaching. We'll be sharing all that information with you at the close of this broadcast. Now, here's Pastor Mark as he begins his message entitled, Who Can Enter the Kingdom of God? Turn your Bibles to two places. First place we're going to turn is Genesis, the first chapter in the Bible, Genesis 1. We're going to talk today about something interesting. It's a word, well, it's a word we don't like. It's a word called authority. I want you, the first thing to do this morning is to write the definition, the word authority. The word authority simply means the right to exercise power to rule or to command. Specifically, it simply means this. The power and the ability and the right to make instructions that other people have to follow. That other people have to follow. That's the word authority. Now think about this. Taking Toronto and setting it aside... Who has the authority to make the rules about life in a spiritual sense? Who has the right to tell us how to do life and eventually how to get to heaven? Well, in today's Bible study, we're going to see that the Jewish religious leaders, they have trouble with this word authority. First, they don't recognize Jesus as a person with authority. And second, they totally misunderstand how to get to heaven. You've turned to Genesis 1.1. 1, 1. 
If you haven't, just look there. Vieira, join us, 1-1. In, in Toronto, when I get on the subway, the Toronto Transit Authority is the one that has the right to make the rules. Well, what about life, spiritually? Genesis 1-1 says, In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Notice it doesn't say in the beginning, Mark Balmer made the rules. No, God created. God has the authority. Second thing I want you to write today is this. All authority comes from God. All authority comes from God. When you and I understand that, that God makes the rules, then life is pretty simple. First Chronicles chapter 29, you see it, it reads like this. Yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power, the glory, the victory, and the majesty. In fact, everything in heaven, in the heavens and on earth is, well, it's simply yours. O Lord, and this is your kingdom. We adore you as the one who is over all things. Wealth and honor come from you alone. For you rule over everything. Power and might are in your hand. And at your discretion, people are made great and given strength. The Bible reaffirms to us that God has all authority. Now, what does that have to do with your life? What does that have to do with my life? Everything. Once we grasp this, life is fairly simple. You see, the Bible is filled with terms from Genesis to Revelation that relate to authority. Let me list some of them. Some of the times when we see these terms, we don't think about authority. The one has the right to rule, to set the rules, to the power and the ability to do it. Well, let me list you these words. Rule, Lord, master, command, law, obey, submit, ordain, appoint, permit, good, bad, right, wrong, evil, wicked, sin, righteousness. All those words are about simply that God has the right and the power to make the rules for life that you and I should follow or obey. When you go to Toronto, if you're going to use the transit, the subway, the trams, the buses, you get a ride guide. This shows you how to do the city right. When you become a Christian, you have another ride guide. It's right here. It's called the Bible. And this tells us in every aspect how to do life right. It's not complicated. It's here. God's rules for living, not his suggestions, his rules for living are right here. Now, as you think about that this morning, let me add one more aspect. God is also all-knowing. He has all wisdom, far superior to you or to me. Thus, God and the Bible are the final authority for all truth and provide us with directions for doing life right. Very simple explanation of how life is done. You're in Genesis. Just turn over, if you will, in Vieira and also here to Genesis chapter 2, quickly. Genesis chapter 2. As you're there, look down at verse 16, and you'll notice one of these authority words I mentioned earlier. It pops up to you. 
And the Lord God, here's the word, commanded the man. You are free to eat from any tree in the garden, but you must not eat from the tree of the knowledge of good or evil. For when you eat of it, you will surely die. Notice who set the rules. God. God had the authority. Adam didn't say, well, I don't care about that. Actually, later he does say that by his actions. But God is the one that said, all this is yours. This one you can't eat of. If you do, here's what's going to happen to you. So notice, life is not complicated, guys. We make it so complicated. Two keys. Number one, God has all authority. He has the right to set the rules. Number two, here are the rules. This is how life is done. His word. He's given us his word. Number three thing for you to write today is this. Life is made up of either submitting to or rebelling against God and his rules. That's it. That's simply life. God gives every person the power of two choices. Number one, the Bible tells us God has all authority. He sets the rules. Number two, he gave us his word, the Bible. That is the roadmap for life. Number three, you have a choice. You can either obey or disobey. Simply that. The wisest choice for man is always, God, what do you want me to do? Now, we finish in Genesis. Flip over to the first book of the New Testament, the book of Matthew. Scoot on down to verse chapter 21. We're going through the book of Matthew, as you know, verse by verse. And we'll start at verse 23. Don't complicate life. Matthew 21, verse 23. Jesus entered the temple courts. And while he was teaching, the chief priests and the elders of the people came to him. Watch this. By what? What's the word? Authority. By what authority are you doing these things, they ask. And who gave you this authority? You see, the Jewish religious leaders are asking Jesus, who told you you could clear the temple as we studied a few weeks ago? Who told you that you could heal the sick? And for crying out loud, who's telling you you can teach these people? Well, they weren't really being real. They're asking Jesus by what authority. Jesus, for the last three years, has been telling him what authority. He's God. He came from God. They already knew that Jesus claimed divine authority to do all of these things. You see, for the last three years, Jesus had been usurping their authority and power. And they were fearful of losing their grip on the people. If you take this as the authority of the religious leaders, and this is when Jesus came, all of a sudden, here's what happened. Jesus rises in power and authority. People are paying attention to him. They're no longer paying attention to the religious leaders. So there's difficult things. Notice what they say. Who gave you this authority? I.e., we didn't. 
We're like the religious leaders. You didn't get this right from us. And I think I can hear this question in their voice. You got to listen to it. You got here's Jesus. Here's the religious people. I can hear them asking this and saying this. Who do you think you are? God? Is he? Well, sure he's God. And that's the whole point. Why would he have this authority to teach? Because he's God. He came to this earth. Well, look at how Jesus replies. Jesus replied in verse 24. Well, I'll also ask you one question. If you answer me, I will tell you by what authority I am doing these things. And then he relates it to John the Baptist. Watch this. John's baptism. Where did it come from? Was it from heaven or from men? Jesus says, okay, I'll answer your question about my authority, but first I want to ask you. When John the Baptist came with his ministry, his whole ministry, was it from heaven? Did he get his authority from God? Or was John the Baptist just doing his deal? Was he out just doing his own thing? In other words, was the ministry of John the Baptist approved by God, or was John the Baptist just off on a tangent doing his own deal? Notice something in verse 25. I think it's very important. Jesus is stating a very important principle. All authority, watch, is either from God or from man. It's either from God or from man. Either I'm doing what God asked me to do, or I'm doing my deal. Now, authority. Why do we need authority? Why did God establish authority? Well, it's the right to rule. Let's, let's take it away from the spiritual aspect for just a moment. Let's go to authority in our world today. When God established the world, he established a number of authorities. He didn't only establish himself in the word of God. In the home, he established the husband to be the spiritual leader. Now, why did he do that? So that the home would be a safe place, a place where God's word was taught. What do we find in the home today? Absent fathers, absent husbands. The authority's gone. Well, what about in our cities? Did God establish authority in our cities? Well, sure he did. Our government, our police department, well, Linda and I were in Toronto. We had took the little tram and the bus down to our hotel downtown. Got our hotel on price.com, did a really great job. And we were down there, and we were about six blocks from our hotel. And I got off, and I said to the man in the station, who's the man in authority, is it safe to walk at 10 o'clock at night with our little luggage? We always pack light, just have a little carry-on suitcase. Is it Is it safe for my wife and myself to walk another five blocks to our hotel? Or should we get a cab? He said, it's totally safe. We walked a few blocks and there was a Fairmont Hotel. We weren't staying there. But one of the guys came out and I said to him, there's lots of people on the street. It looks pretty safe. So I said to him, is it really safe? He says, it's totally safe. Now, let me ask you a question. Why is it safe? Because the authority, the police, make it safe. So we walked to our hotel. So in our homes, the husband is the authority under God. What about in this church? Any authority in this church? Sure. I'm the authority. God placed me, 
the elders and the pastors in authority to rule you so that you are safe. Is that important? That's critically important. Now, always under who? God. Never like a Jim Jones on your own deal. So authority is very important. Our world in general doesn't care for authority. You get on a subway, I don't care what city you're in, other than maybe Singapore, you get on a, a, a subway and you'll find that somebody has cut the glass in the windows. They just do. They rebel. So in this passage of scripture, it's important for you to understand that authority, there's only two options to authority. Either God established it or man's trying to do his own thing. Well, look at the options these Jewish leaders have. They're in a predicament. Jesus put them right in the corner. Verse 25. Well, they discussed it among themselves and said this. If we say from heaven, then he's going to ask, then why didn't you believe him? But if we say from men, we are afraid of the people, for they all hold John as a prophet. So they answered Jesus, we don't know. Then he said, well, neither will I tell you what authority I'm doing these things. What are the two options? The Jewish leaders, they're trapped. They know if they admit John the Baptist was sent by God, they're in trouble. Why? Well, not only did John the Baptist say, repent, but John the Baptist said this in his ministry. One day Jesus was walking by, and John the Baptist said this, Whoa, behold, the Lamb of God that takes away the sin of the whole world. So if they go, oh, John the Baptist got his authority from God, then Jesus is going to say to them, then why didn't you repent? And why don't you recognize me as the Messiah? John did. He got his authority directly from God. In fact, the problem they have is, what is option two? It's not much better. If they say, John the Baptist was this guy, he was in the wilderness, he wore camel clothing and ate locusts and honey and locust feet out of his teeth. He's just a guy doing his own thing, man. It's just John the Baptist. Well, they know if they say that, the people are going to be what? Livid. Because in the Old Testament, it was prophesied that God would send John the Baptist as a forerunner. In fact, the book of Luke says they were so afraid that if they said that John the Baptist wasn't from God, they were afraid, Luke says, they would be stoned by the people. So what do you do if you're a religious leader? And your option one is a dead end, and your option two is a dead end. I mean, you're respected by the people. What do you do as a religious leader? What did they do? They lied. That's encouraging, isn't it? What did they say? We don't know. Did they know? Absolutely they knew. So here's the religious leader, supposed to be the safe authority over the people. They simply lie. Well, why don't people want to admit that God has authority? Why don't they want to admit it? Well, because we have within us a rebellious part of us that says no to God and yes to me. You have that. I still have it. I still have a nature that says, 
I know God says this, but I want to do this. All of us have it. The only two options, it's not complicated. Either I submit to God and his rules, or I rebel against it. Now, sometimes I don't rebel like, no, I just make lots of excuses. Well, it's the same thing. Now, Jesus doesn't stop there. CCM and CCMV look at verse 28. Jesus says, starting a whole new passage on authority, he says, what do you think? What do you think? Here's what you want to write down. It really doesn't matter what we think. We need to know what God thinks. One of the reasons I like to travel the world is to see what the world is thinking. Whether it's China, India, Singapore, wherever in the world, Toronto. And usually I do that by watching the people and turning on a television program for a little while just to kind of see if I can hear some things that are happening. You guys in America understand this. We have morally, the United States, has morally corrupted much of the world through our cable television. The world was never like this. and They were sinful, but they didn't have this immorality that's there. Well, Linda and I were there in the hotel, and just for a few moments, we popped on a television program. It was young people. And I, I like to watch young people, because I like to see how they're thinking. And the mood was this. They were talking about marriage, and the conversation with all these sharp-looking young people was simply this. Who cares about marriage? That's outdated. You just, you just enjoy life. And one young lady, she just said this. Well, I, and she's probably 20. She said, I just sleep with a different guy every night. And cool, I don't care about marriage. I'm just really enjoying life. And the crowd's going, yeah, it's great. It's wonderful, terrific. Well, now let's have a moment. Is, is there anything in there about that? Yes. So, you know, immediately I, I went out on the street, put a sign up. What's wrong with you people? You're going to hell. No, you don't do that. Why? What you do is you have to have compassion in here. Because nobody's told him there's a rule book. By the way, do you think she will find satisfaction? Never. And my heart broke as I watched it. Now, why did it break? Because she's been, I can guarantee you, I don't know her history, I'll guarantee you this. She's raised in a home where mom and dad never introduced her to this. Because they were never introduced to it. Or they rebelled against it. You see, this is the rule book. It's not hard to keep. It's for our good. It provides beautiful things. And when I heard that, I hear it the same. doesn't matter what part of the world I go. It's pretty much the same. What is authority? The right to exercise power, rule, or command. Today, Pastor Mark taught us that all authority comes from God. Therefore, his stipulations for entering heaven are the only ones that matter. We must respect and submit to His authority if we are to succeed in this life and make it to the next. Have you tried to take authority over your own life lately? Surrender today and commit all your life to Him. Thanks so much for joining us today. Pastor Mark will continue to go through this series in the next edition of Lessons for Living. 
To add today's message to your study library, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. The cost for each CD is $5, and that includes shipping. Again, to place an order for a CD, simply log on to LessonsForLivingRadio.com and select the Order a Message option from the main menu. Life is really much more simple than many think. In the next edition of Lessons for Living, Pastor Mark will teach listeners the basic decision that everyone must make and how the entirety of one's life depends on that choice. Life is made up of either submitting to or rebelling against God and His rules. People have tried to find happiness, fulfillment, and even eternal life in hundreds of ways, but God's truth has always come out on top. We've run out of time today, but we do encourage you to tune in next time as Pastor Mark will continue teaching through the book of Matthew. That's next time on Lessons for Living. in a herd